Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. This is the Michael Dean Show. My name is Michael Dean. I got to get my energy up. I don't know what's going on today, but welcome, everybody. All right, and joining me today is Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? I'm good. I just came back from a football game where my little brother whooped up on the other team, beat him 26 to 0. He had one interception, tackles, and one down. So, big sexy. I apologize to a listening audience. I'm not sure what's going on with Q's internet, but it sounded like you you, you uh, went to a football game, the little one, and he did his thing. So salute to him. Um, man, that's some good stuff. Uh, incidentally, my, my son's first game is today as well, so I'm very oh. eager to uh, see that. Oh, I'm sorry, I won't be there, unfortunately, but yeah, shout what out position? to him. Uh, I'm not quite sure what position he's playing yet. Uh, it's kind of like get in where you fit in, uh, you know, at this point. But he's got his, you know, he's got the full-on uniform and everything, number seven. You know? All right. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go down there actually in a couple weeks uh, and visit for a while. Actually, I don't know. I might edit this out because it's supposed to be a surprise. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also joining us today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Oh, man. I'm all right. It was an interesting week, and I got a nice surprise from a client. He gave me a tube-driven integrated amp, which is really cool, so I can get my uh, audiophile quality on. And, uh, yeah, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. All right, all right. Also, last but certainly not least, Mr. Aunt Pooh, sir, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I don't have anything astonishing to report with the kids other than uh, my baby girl got two more teeth and bit the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was choking on something. So I'm like, oh my God, what you doing? What you doing? So I put my finger in there to try to reach around. She's like, ooh, candy. Yash. Oh. I screamed like a mother. I was like, ah. Uh, you <laughs> Is it that hard of a bite? How old is your dog again? She ten months. It hurt like a mother. Damn. And then she started crying. She was crying. Her, man. She was crying for ten minutes, and I'm looking like, "How are you crying?" And my fingers still burning. <laughs> <laughs> Babies. Wow. Hilarious. A shout out to you and your baby. She's getting her teeth in. She probably was hungry, man. You know what I'm but uh, all right. Now nah, don't be saying that. I can make sure. <laughs> She has a full stomach. Here you go. Me trying to get CPS on wow. me. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into some topics. Um, first thing, actually, I want to talk about because I just I watched the second part of this last night, or the or the second part of the second part last night, the Bobby Brown story. Uh, did you guys watch this? Yes, I did. I was there. All right. I, I, what channel was it on? That would be a no. <laughs> no, it was a BT. <laughs> I don't have I don't have BET. I don't either, but I feel. Um, but you know, I was able to actually. How did I watch it? I watched the first part online um, website, and then uh, we ended up getting Sling TV free trial, and BET was on there. So that's how I watched this. Actually, that's how I started to watch the second half. But then it was so long, and it was late at night. I was like, I can't finish this. And so I came back like another day later to watch it, and it doesn't allow you to fast forward. 
to get to where I was. I'm like, I'm not sitting through another two and a half hours. <laughs> so <laughs> I went back to the website. I found it on and was able to forward ahead to where I was. Uh, but anyway, with that, all of that said, uh, you know, and now a few months ago, maybe it was last year, actually, we talked about the book, uh, Bobby Brown's book. And I've talked about when I had got the audio book and, you know, Bobby himself reads that book and, you know, he kind of struggled to read a little bit. But, you know, I was so engrossed in the story of his life. It was one of the one of the best audio books I've ever heard. And I had gained so much respect for Bobby Brown. I was like, man, I never really knew what was really going on. This movie, I'll, I'll, I'll give my review in terms of a person who's you know, heard the book. Uh, I thought the movie was acted very well. Uh, I was impressed by the quality of the movie in terms of, you know, I love the music of the time. Uh, when I so what I mean by that is they had songs that were around back then that was like oh that's the cut okay and they were putting in all these songs and the it was the actual songs right um, for instance I believe they played I like at one point by Guy and I mean they so many yes. songs but what I found very interesting though about the music is they didn't actually play Bobby Brown's music in the song in the movie they did remakes of all of those songs of his that they played which I thought was very odd like. I assume you can, if you can get the rights to all those other songs and then you can't get the rights to the actual tracks. I just thought that was weird. I could understand that some of the live performances, how you would have the actors singing the songs, but I didn't understand the, the studio tracks, why those rem remakes. They were good remakes, though. I mean, it didn't sound like ridiculous, but I just was like, that's weird that they don't play the actual music and, and this is about him. But other than that, um, the music was great. I love the performances. I thought that the young man, I'm sorry, I don't have his name in front of me, that played Bobby, he nailed that character, in my opinion. Um, I thought that was Bobby. He just doing like the mannerisms and the little dances. I could tell he studied it and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was very well done. It was like, I, I felt like- Woody McClain. Say it again? Woody McClain. Woody McClain, yes. Shout out to that brother, man. And he, so he did his thing. Um, I even liked the, the lady who played Whitney at first. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't kind of look like her, but I believed after a while, I was like, they captured the essence of it to me, uh, particularly the later Whitney stuff, uh, the reality <laughs> show stuff. That was spot on. Like, I was, God, they must have literally studied these certain scenes and reenacted them. So I love that they, there was an attention to detail to this show. Uh, I thought they shitted on uh, L.A. and Babyface's look. Which I oh, thought was, yeah. <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, there's room for improvement. Uh, but overall, I was enthralled by this whole thing. The first half was very much of, you know, how they say spilling tea and it was a sensationalized type stuff going on. And, and I was cool and I was all into that. The, I would say that the second part of the show was hard for me to watch. Uh, because once you get to the part where, you know, he's, you know, obviously he's a father and there's the stuff going on. There was so much death in his life, particularly that last part, uh, you know, the mom, the dad, Whitney, his daughter. I was just like, oh, I don't know how he was able to function through all of that. 
the part with his daughter, man, I'm not going to lie. I watched that last night. I was in tears, man. I was like, this is, because I, I just was just seeing my own self. And I was like, I don't know how I would do and something like that. And then when his daughter was in the coma and there's still this drama going on. And it was just like, man, like, God, this guy has been through a lot. And I'm not even talking about like when he was a child, you know, it starts off and his friend gets murdered. And then he's a, later on, he's uh, with his, with his sister's fiance and he gets gunned down right in front of him. I was like, God damn. Um, but yeah, so he's had a very interesting life, but uh, he seems to have come through it very well. And he just seems like he's a generally good guy. He just caught up. He got caught up in doing all whatever he was doing. But anyway, um, I, I truly, truly love the movie. I thought it was done very well. I tip my hat to BET because the new edition story and this, I thought, were top notch. Um, I thought that there could be more that they could have added, but I understand why they had to, you know, truncate it for time, obviously. Um, but I, you know, thumbs up for me. Uh, Big Sexy, what did you think of it? You know, I enjoyed it a, a, a lot. At first, I was very skeptical because I'm thinking, well, how, why would Bobby warrant, you know, two nights of, uh, of film footage? And I, now I see why. You know, there's a lot going on with him that was on the surface that, you know, the people that, you know, we, the people saw. But there was so much underneath going on that I had no idea. You know, I knew it was difficult for him and Whitney when they were together. And I don't want to, you know, throw rocks at anybody. But if that portrayal of Whitney was accurate, man, he had it rough. I, mean, I knew Whitney had issues, but wow. You know, the one point where Bobby goes to go on tour, comes right back in the house, and there's some guy in the house? Uh-uh. No. Mm. No, he... He got to feel some pain, you know, and and like you said, the second half, all that loss that he suffered, man, it was that was rough, man. And the way they treated him at that is um, daughter's or at his daughter's funeral at Whitney's funeral, I'm like, what is going on here? Who who are these people calling these shots? You know, it, it was that was horrible. But you know, again, in fact, he's. Here tonight, actually doing the uh, RB Ricky Ralph, oh, okay. Mikey, whatever. Yeah, they're doing that tonight, and my client's promoting it. I may pop over there just you know just to watch. Yeah, I, I've I've never got to see those guys live. I actually no, wait a minute, I have seen New Edition live. Uh, matter of yeah, but Ralph wasn't there then, <laughs> so so I was kind of like, eh. but I would love to go see them now just to, just to hear all those songs, man. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Q. He's popping in and out. Um, uh, Aunt Pooh, what did you yes, think sir. about this, man? What did you think about the movie? Okay, I guess I'm going to have to be the bad guy here, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, thoroughly engrossed, engaged with the film. Um, I, <clears throat> I knew some of the stories based on when you read the book, so a lot of the stuff wasn't a surprise, Like which I, neither one of y'all touched on. <laughs> Uh, revealing that Bobby Brown was Janet Jackson's side piece. Ah, left that out. Oh, yes. Yes, that was just like, uh, I, I knew, you know, I guess, again, Mike telling us that they had a flame, but to, to see it portrayed that way, I was just like, wow. But overall, for me, Woody McClain, he did a 
uh, commendable acting performance. The thing was, he wasn't giving me Bobby Brown uh, the level of, like when he was interacting with Whitney and what was going on uh, with that situation. I, I just felt like he he played a little too timid. Now maybe that's how he was instructed to do so. But for me, I just was looking at that like, nah, Bobby Brown wouldn't act like that. I mean, the the fool that we didn't see act on stage and I seen on his reality show. Now he probably turned that up a notch. But I'm just saying, I remember supposedly the real Bobby Brown for, on being Bobby Brown and looking at Woody McClain in these situations. I just was like, this this seems this really seems very fake to me. Uh, Gabrielle Dennis as Winnie Houston. Oh my God, she was. Like, Mike gave her all props in the world. I don't think you did enough praise in her. She channeled that. If they ever plan to do a big budget film of Winnie Houston in the theaters, she needs to do it because she had it packed. Yes, she didn't look like her, but God damn, she realized that this was going to be the role of her lifetime. That no matter which, she must have went into that. I ain't gonna get no other uh, big acting job after this, so I'm going to make sure I leave my stamp in the acting world with this. The other thing was, um, we got to give props to Makai Pfeiffer and Tommy Brown as Tommy Brown. Um, that that was just amazing. The way he yeah. was schooling him, checking Bobby. when he, The way he, he, he wagged that finger was like, the reason why that album didn't sell was you ain't hungry? I was like, damn, yeah, yeah, you got a point. Yeah, he got you there. But overall, I just felt like there was a, a, a feeling of fakeness to this film. I'm. I can believe. Yes, that was how Whitney got down. That's how she acted. I mean, we saw in the um, the reality show. We saw in the interviews that she was very erratic, and that there was the public image and this real life person. But I absolutely cannot believe that was Bobby Brown. That he was this big victim. I, I just can't. I. I, 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 I really just. Can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I think you know that was the thing when I read the book or listened to the book, you come to, again, it's his side of the story, but right. it goes against the image that has been portrayed to us and in in what we sort of thought as opposed to how he really is. I would say the same thing with a lot of people with Whitney. Some of you can't believe that Whitney, you know, was the one that introduced the drugs or would act like that because her image was so opposite of that. And it was sort of kept so hidden from people and I think this, to me, I think what you're kind of, in my opinion, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong or anything, but I think it's because Bobby was always sort of presented to us as the bad boy or always sort of turned up or something that it's hard to sort of think that he would not be uh, the guy instigating a, a lot of different things um, or that some of these things were brought on to him, you know, because uh, I'm not surprised, but again, I remember the book, you know, but again, it is his version of these things. And that, with that said, there's a lot of things that they left out of that movie mm-hmm. that were in that book that he looked kind of crazy in too, no, no doubt about it. But I mean, I think why movies like this are good because they can show you other sides of people. I think some people are shocked about Janet Jackson because they just can't imagine Janet Jackson was with Bobby Brown, right? But, you know, the fact is, yeah. And then when you hear why she wasn't with him, <laughs> you know, well, that goes side. against everything against what you think about Janet Jackson. But, you know, if you go through and actually look at some of Janet Jackson's stuff, there's a lot of things that are kept from the mainstream. But she, Janet Jackson gets down, mm-hmm. you know, been in a lot of felonious type of situations. So, I mean, you know, 
Uh, yeah, I, heard, I saw this tweet that said, um, Janet Jackson hit a baby, hit a marriage, hit a side nigga. Don't anybody ever doubt her blackness. And I'm just like, yeah, if that, if all of this is true. Wow. Uh, but I mean, I, I see your point with you. Joe, Joe might have been on that cone train, train a little bit. I mean, it, it is what it is. I wouldn't shock me. You know, and I'm not slighting Joe at all. But look at, you know, look how Michael handled certain things when it came to color and you know, they come from a different time period. And I can imagine, you know, her being seen with a dark skinned dude that, that you know, that is that's a discussion. I, you know, Bobby, I can understand why he was probably more sensitive to that because he is a darker skinned dude. And then here go Renee over there. And he's like, why you with old boy? But you having all the fun with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. Yeah, but, but I mean, but I, I see your point with that, but. As far as we're seeing a different side because of what's presented and, and here he's saying this is how it really was. But the person that just got kicked out of New Edition and in his movie said he went to slang and dope. The person who was big and bad and bold enough to, you know, in your book, kick Janet Jackson naked out of his his hotel room. Uh, I just can't believe that when in these situations, he seemed to just clam up a tad bit that he wasn't more aggressive, that he wasn't like, like that what he was situations. Are you talking about? Um, like for example, when he comes to Whitney's room at what four in the morning, she's clowning his ass. Like, where's the cocaine? And he's just like, I'm not doing that. And I'm just like, really dude. Like, I, I just can't, I really can't believe that's how that went down. So you I think he can't. was with it or something? I don't I'm just no, I'm not saying that he was with it. I just can't believe that he just walked away with with his tail between his legs and just left. Like I just felt that he might he would have bossed up just a little bit more. And, and that's what I mean. I felt like he he bossed up a lot more marriage than presented in this film. That's just what I believe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um he, he he played himself like a victim way too many times in this film. And that's, that's just how I perceived it. And I just can't believe that. I just can't. I, I can understand how you, you don't believe it. That doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I can hear, why, <laughs> I, I hear why you say that. Um, yeah. And I just want to talk about some of the things that were not in the movie too. Um, like going back to the Janet part, um, you know, obviously, yeah, in the book, he kicks her out. They actually did film that and it was shown. Uh, I think they did it screening at some film festival can't think of where it was at the time right now but they actually showed it there but for whatever reason you know they didn't want to put that in the televised version i don't know if they will put that you know when they sell it if they sell a, a blu-ray or something but that scene was shot where he throws her out of the room and then comes back and throws a towel at her to cover her up wow uh that did happen it was shot they didn't mention um tupac and i thought they and I was wondering if they was going to do that because in the book he talks about Whitney. He he he. Uh, well, he in his opinion, Whitney had an affair with Tupac while they were married early on, and he talks about that in the book. I I was wondering if they was going to kind of throw that in there. It would have probably been a little too much for people. Um, they didn't show him with Superhead, uh, which I don't know if you remember this, but oh my God, you know, that's right. You know, she put him on blast online. And that was in his book as well. He did, you know, he does talk about that. He was slipping up with that. Um, there was a whole thing with him and Mike Tyson he used to kick it heavy, uh, which I thought they were going to show in the the book because they were like all over the world. And um, I think it was the fight that Tyson lost. 
his first fight with whatever. Foster Douglas. Yeah, that yeah. was he was with Bobby like that, like right before that party and all night, and that was quite kind of Bobby's and that's kind of why he lost because he just didn't take it serious and they were uh, banging chicks and doing dope and da 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 da, and uh, and then there was another thing I think when Bobby and Mike were driving like a. I don't know, like a Rolls Royce truck or something crazy, and they got stuck in the snow and they had to walk them. So they were like running buddies. So they had a lot of funny stories. There was another story in the book about Bobby and uh, Fer- Gina Ferrero. I'm trying to think. There was a, a politician back in the 80s that got in, he, he got into caught up with this chick early on. I can't think of his name right now. It was a big scandal at the time. It was a politician dude, and it was with some call girl or some chick. I don't know if she was a Playboy thing or something, but she got him caught up. But Bobby ended up kicking it with that shit. It was just a whole crazy stuff. I mean, it was so like these people you would never imagine him being around. But there was so much more, you know, craziness that he had going on uh, that they didn't show. Uh, I think to me in the last part of the movie, and I understand why they had to do it because of time. But they never really, to me, show the effects of the you know, the mother passing and the father passing. He really goes into talk about how that stuff hit him so hard because it was so sudden. You know, the way he talks about it in the book is that they knew his dad was sick. And they were sort of like, you know, going through preparing for that. But then it was like the mom just died, you know, all of a sudden. No one expected her to pass. And that was the last person they expected to, to pass away. And that really rocked his world. And then, you know, his dad passing. And then, you know, the stuff with Whitney. And then, of course, with his daughter, you know, they don't really get to spend too much time. He sort of does it in a montage. But, you know, he spent so much time with his daughter, taking her to different hospitals and them trying different methods of trying to, you know, get her to come back. And it was a, it was a long period. And, you know, sort of him having to just come to terms with, you know, letting her go was like heavy stuff in the book. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it was I can understand. What, again, they had to cut a lot of stuff, but uh, I thought it was like I, said, I thought it was a very entertaining movie. And, and again, uh, I just felt sorry for the brother, man, because there's a lot to deal with. You know, they don't go t- too much into the Robin stuff. Or just his relationship with Whitney in general. They kind of keep it very surface level. But there was so much tension between him and their family. And you get a little bit of that when he goes to the hospital where his daughter was in there. And you see Whitney's mom in there. But you know that was a lot of foul stuff uh, that they did on him. Even the thing with the uh, funeral. Um, that was that, wrong, that, man. Yeah, I remember when that actually happened. I remember when I was in the news, and at the time in the news, they tried to make it seem like Bobby was in there cutting up and, act, you know, yeah, because yeah. that's how we think of Bobby. But then when he talks about it in the book, you realize it didn't happen like that. But again, you just get stuff in the media and you just go by your expectations. You just, oh, I know he was in there turned, you know, was. And so I was just like, ah, man, we got to be careful how they present us. And how we don't get in front of the narrative. And I think a lot of the things with Bobby, I don't know if they really touched on this either, but I remember when they got together and it was always an odd couple. Like, Bobby, he's the bad guy, you know, and here's this sweet princess lady. And you just assume that he just destroyed all of her stuff and, of course, destroyed his. But when you look at it, 
Mm-mm. He wasn't like that at all. I mean, yeah, he was out banging girls. He would do what any guy would do, but he wasn't sniffing coke and doing all this crazy stuff. He only did that because that's what his wife was doing. And he allowed himself to get sucked into that, right? But he wasn't the guy trying to destroy everything. I'm not saying Whitney was trying to destroy, but obviously she was on some diva. She was on some other stuff. Uh, you, you got Rob in there, you got all the drugs. You know, they don't talk about Eddie Murphy and all these other those sort of suitors that are in the wings vying for her attention as well that he, you know, Bobby sort of has to compete with. But there's a lot of other stuff going on and they don't even really go into his money thing. But I know you caught that scene where they're like, yo, you're going to join your money with hers? Then, mm-hmm. you know, so when that happened with that, he leaves that relationship without nothing. He came into that relationship with more money than Whitney. He was bigger than Whitney at the time. He put his money in hers. And then when they said, we got that divorce, her lawyers and family wouldn't allow him to get nothing. And him just taking it, charging into the game and being a man, he just said, you know what? Keep it. I'm out. So he walked away with nothing, which I think is crazy. But goes to show like... And so you, when you say he wasn't a victim, I, I mean, he was really a, kind of a stand-up type of guy, even even to a fault. Like, he would take his whole fortune and just give it to his wife and then walk away with nothing. He could, you know, they never really touched on it, but, you know, he was getting arrested for not being able to pay child support, right? He was going to jail for that type of stuff. And Whitney was paying the child support. And everyone's always thought, like, why is she paying for his stuff? Well, because that was all his money, but it ain't in his name no more. So he can't write checks. He can't. I, did he go into detail as far as why that happened? Because he felt like you know, they kind of say it in the movie. He felt like they were together. They're going to be a forever together forever. You know, he wasn't being naive. Obviously, he thought, yeah, man, we're going to be together. I don't want nothing from her. She don't want nothing from me. We're going to do this together. Little did he know Whitney and Whitney's people was not like that. Which you can see, right? They kept him out of the picture. And then when things started to turn. He couldn't even see his own daughter. So I was going to say, it is what it is, man. But, uh, you know, I, I look at it this way. And to me, this is what proves his kind of a character. Bobby's alive. <laughs> and I'm not saying that. Oh. No, I'm just saying, like, Whitney is not here. You know, Bobby's the one saying, yo, let's get clean. It's, it's time to stop this. But you know one can't tell her what she what to do. So okay. And then you got yes men people around. He's like, hey, I, I gotta dip then. You know, he, he dips out, but he's still here. The person you would have thought would have been dead is the guy he's not, right? Because he really wasn't about that type of life. You know, that scene when Bobby had the stroke and Whitney was Doing what she was doing, that was man, crazy, man. I'm like, dude, this woman is out of control, and you know, everyone makes their own choices, and we're not gonna, you know, turn this into a let's beat up Whitney situation by any stretch. But when you when you saw that's where her mind was, it can't end well for a person in that mindset. It just can't. That's unfortunate. And Bobby had enough, you know, fortitude to say, you know what, this ain't working for me. You know, I can't, I can't do this. 
and they clean themselves up. Yeah, and the sad part is that the, the daughter, man, is the one that pays the price, you know. I, yeah. I, I really was like, it, it hurts me because you know, you're just like, she didn't have no choice. And, you know, she says in the movies, like, when you left, I felt like you abandoned me, and then mom abandoned me, you know. And she's with the mom, but right, but the mom is she's in the drugs, gone. And, and, and of course, you, you see the daughter sort of following the, the same sort of patterns, and she's being exposed to stuff way too young, right? I don't know if they really showed in the movie, but, you know, Bobby Christie was smoking heavy, like a grown person or something. She was a child. <laughs> and then, the, was it Nick Gordon? Yeah, who was that guy? Man, I don't get into that dude, man. He's he's one of them dudes. They, I wish Bobby did come across him, man, because he needs to be taken out, period. Um but yeah, man, it, just go ahead. I'm sorry, Q. Q is back. I'm go ahead. Let me know if I broke if I uh, fall out again. But Nick Gordon was the uh, I'm a, I'm calling a slime bag boyfriend, right? Yeah, okay. which he was like almost like adopted and was living there. And I don't even think they was boyfriend and girlfriend in the beginning. It was more like he was. I don't know if he was a guy bringing the drugs in there. But it was, a, you know, it's, again, one of these type of relationships, see, he should never have been there. And, and again, I have to question Whitney Houston's sort of mind to allow these types of people into your home and then allow them around your daughter. And you know, I have to question Bobby Brown, too. But again, you know, he's, he's out of the picture, but that's still your daughter. It's, it's just it's a failure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that had to, I got, that hurts me. I ain't even my daughter, but. It's just a failure, man. Like, damn, the kid had to pay the price. And then the child dies in the same sort of fashion. It's ridiculous, man. Utter Can I, ridiculous. Go ahead. Jump in here. I, I'm surprised y'all still talking about talking about this topic, but that's cool. Um, this is tertiary, but I, you know what? I got to say along this line, I, I, Kanye wastes Kanye West is dead to me now. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I have no respect for that brother anymore. None. I never had any for him, so, you know, that's all good. And, and the reason why you say that, I'm assuming, is that he, you know, on the Pusher T album, they use a picture of, I don't know if it was Whitney's bathroom or something that was showed all yeah. the drugs and stuff. Listen, that is one of the most disrespectful moves you can make, and I, listen, if I was Bobby Brown, and Bobby said this, I don't want him to get in trouble, but if he ever sees Pusha or Kanye, he needs to step to them in the most aggressive, manly manner mm-hmm. and have some words because that's unacceptable. If that was Kanye's mom picture, she was in that operation, and, and Bobby put that on his cover, or anybody did that. That would be the most disrespectful thing. And so for him to do, yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. It's just pure like disrespect. You're not taking this person as a human. And it's a real, it's a man. It's another black man. You disrespecting his family, his daughter, his mother. Yeah, he needs to get his. He really needs to get asked with for that. There's really nothing else to say about it. I don't really, and, and I don't, you know. I don't even know how this is. The culture actually even co-signs that foolishness. That's how far it, it, it got ridiculous. He should be banned just for that out, out, outright. Damn all the Trump stuff. 
That alone what's, to me is, is what was ridiculous. he trying to make a what was what statement was he trying to make that drugs they are claim they claim so yeah, Pusha T he always talks about this drug culture. So their claim was they wanted to show just how far this thing could go and it's not all pretty and some BS. I just was like, Yeah, whatever, brother. The fuck out of here with that, man. Yeah, they they're wrong for that, man. They absolutely wrong for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but anyway, man, um, if you haven't seen a cue at some point, I, I definitely say you should watch it. I would say even more so listen to the audiobook, because uh, I can give you the full story. And, you know, if nothing else, man, I think it's a good story because it's, there's, a, there's a lot of things for me uh, I can learn from this and pray that and be thankful that my life isn't like that or I didn't have to go through a lot of the things that he went through in his life. Uh, because man, he done went through a lot, and again, I wish I don't wish anybody have to deal with so much death uh, in their lives. But you know, the thing is, I, I do say that he's got his stuff together. You know, turned his life around and happily married, and got a couple kids. He's he doing his uh, barbecue thing and started the, the house uh, for domestic abuse and stuff. So, you know, I salute salute to him to be able to turn his life around, uh, and salute to his brother, man. His brother held him down heavy. Yeah. You know, and and oh, also uh, what's my T.K. Carter? I saw his name in the crest. Like, where they get T.K. Carter? He did his thing in this though, man. I loved him. I'm glad you said that, man, because I usually can't stand T.K. Carter. But I'm like, where he at? Oh, he's playing the dad. Okay, T.K. Carter from the '80s. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. From the White Shadow. He killed it, bro. T.K. Carter was not in the White Shadow, man. Wasn't he? No. Oh my bad. Okay. Oh, that's just. He was in just just our luck that that show. Hilarious. <laughs> he played. He played the. I know he played the genie in this. Wow, 80s show. that's I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was you that put me up on that cue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he killed it on this man. I was like, there was a scene with him, and I think Makai together. Man, they. Psh, I was like, psh, these brothers, and it's hard. You know, listen, I, I guess I'm fat shaming or whatever. I. I I'm so used to seeing Makai from Paid in Full. I, I was like, is he have prosthetics on? But I'm like, you know what? This brother older, just like me. Let me stop it. <laughs> you know, he's he's living well, obviously, getting his eat on. But he, he hey, acting mm. acting chops is, is on point, man. He killed it, man. So, yeah, man. Shout out to, to Bobby Brown stories. Good stuff. I want more of those, man. And I was going to ask you guys, who should they, who, who other ones should they do, man? Um, I, I say they got to do a debarge. I think that would shock Ooh. people. Yeah, that yeah, would shock people. <clears throat> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I know, I, I'm saying not to do it by any stretch. They should do it. It'd be but a heavy first, show. It, it'll be heavy, and somebody's going to get behind it with money because you got to get the music. That's that's the thing. You've got to have the music in these things, and you know a lot of things need to be addressed. And again, Janet will be in there by extension and that's just the way it is mm-hmm. like going back Somebody? to uh la and face and their visual appearance <laughs> <laughs> in this one um i looked up an album that they had released around that time or a deal album called material thangs <laughs> yeah yeah, that was current. <laughs> but I don't that know. Was, I just they didn't do their hair right or something. It was just like no, the, the curl was a little dry. <laughs> I was like, they could have had them look more like that. The, the style. I just thought it was like, 
don't know. It didn't. It didn't look like Babyface to me or L.A. But I knew who they were supposed to be. But I was just like, eh. But here's one thing what I thought was interesting. I didn't catch. I didn't know what they were talking about. But there's a part uh, when Bobby is and was in the studio. It's kind of like, well, who are these guys? You know, what the fuck is they look funny or whatever. And I think somebody said, "Do you get girls or something?" And I don't know if it was L.A. or his baby face, but he said something like, "Oh, we look good. We breed." I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about, but apparently he is actually making a reference to Prince, uh, the new breed Reproduction leader. of the new breed leader. Yeah. Stand up. And I guess that was what they used to say back then. Like if you was, you know, in that sort of mode of following a Prince style, you would be you you were breed. And I was like, damn, that's that's my attention to detail. Like a motherfucker to throw that in that movie because I didn't even know what the fuck he was talking. I was like, what does he say? We breed. I was like, does he mean we fuck or something? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. I I, I love the the little Teddy Riley uh, when Zendy when he, when, he, when he went to Teddy's house and he was like showing him, oh, this is where I do all my stuff, man. And that's Teddy, I gotta go see it. They had the deal and Teddy Riley yeah, and who yeah. else? Uh, well, I mean, he went. We went to Teddy to do my prerogative, and Teddy starts playing him the beat. And he's like, "Oh, that's that right there." And I was like, "That was kind of tight, man." And uh, what I didn't catch during the movie was that Alicia, his wife, was Teddy's girlfriend. I, huh. I didn't pick that. Nah, uh, oh yeah, no, they that, they made that pretty clear. Oh, okay, I didn't. I just yeah. thought she was like a manager. So I was trying to understand, like, well, who is this chick? It didn't dawn on to me until it was over. That I was like. That was his wife, wasn't it? But she was in there early, like I was like, okay, sis. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was cold as hell when uh Bobby showed up at her house drunk and she was like, What, you think I'm Whitney? I was like, Oh, that's yeah, cool. man. Yeah. She put his um, ass out. She wasn't having it. Um, one of the pe- people said that BET has proven that they can do these well, so they've given her blessing that they should do Rick James's story. Oh, that's the one. That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Joe to see, obviously. If, you know, somebody, How about you know, some females, though? We uh, Get some females up in there. Well, what did they you do? suggest? Now, uh, let me ask. Um, over when I was at home taking care of stuff, I saw, well, they made me watch it, the Mickey Howard story. Was that BET? Anyone remember that? Did y'all I, see that? I never saw that one. I thought that was an unsung episode. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. Wow. Well, I don't remember what networks the shit is on. I just remember. Well, no, I mean, it was that? That's not a telemovie. movie. That's just a like almost a. No, no, no. Movie. It was no. It was a movie. They had actors. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, nah, then it wasn't on. They had. Uh, I want to say Tiana, Paris. Is that her name? She played Mickey mm-hmm. Howard. I vaguely remember mm-hmm. that. I have to go look that up. It might have been a life. I don't think it was life. I'm pretty sure it was BT. Might have been, but uh, yeah. I like the Phyllis Hyman story. Hmm, okay, <laughs> you coming with them old school? How about Evelyn Champagne King? Stephanie, <laughs> 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 me. Uh, well, if you go do females, I, I, I think uh, uh, doing in Vogue and Salt and Pepper might be a good one. Salt and Pepper, I could see that. Salt and Pepper would be a good one. That would be good. Um, you know, I would. But I, you know, they hell. I don't know if they do it, but Janet, I would, I would love to see a Janet Jackson. No, no, that can happen now. <laughs> but I would love to see that. Like, um, shit, God, who else? Um, 
Ah, I can't. Uh, the, my mind is. Yeah, who, did the, who, who did Roxanne? Somebody did Roxanne Chante, didn't they? Yeah, that was on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. That was all right. It wasn't what I expected to be. But there was one. There was one movie. Somebody did, and I'm like, why is she getting? Why is she getting a, a movie? Was Are you it talking about Miss Chalet? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I liked. I forgot about that. I liked it, that one. You know, for what it was. I'm sorry, you what? I liked uh, it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Did. <laughs> It was enjoyable. It was. Well, I liked it just for another dimension on the whole exactly. Suge Knight death row thing. Yeah. Because you know, there, there are some things I didn't know about her, you know, position in the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, Suge was, was oh, okay. <laughs> I think they should do a Suge Knight death row movie. Like, but do it serious. Um, okay. Even if and it I'll, was like maybe a two two movies or something, but I would love to see that movie. I think would be. Dope. And I'll play Shug. All right, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, definitely a good movie. All right. Any last words on that before we move on? All right. Certainly not. All right, um, man. I wanted to. Jump into this. This is something current. Have you guys heard about this shooting in Dallas? The police yes. officer. Yes, and there's more that keeps breaking from this that may or may not be factual, but it's it's getting messy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. This so the guy got shot in his own apartment. Yeah, and what's yes. sort of officially been put out there is that you know uh, it's a police officer, a Dallas police officer. Um, I'm going to just read a little bit of this. Uh, it says a, war a manslaughter warrant is expected to be issued for a Dallas police officer who police say shot and killed a man after entering an apartment a unit she believed was her own Thursday night. Dallas Chief of Police Renee Hall announced the warrant during a news conference earlier Friday afternoon and added that a blood sample will be drawn from the officer to test for drugs and or alcohol. Uh, she says, right now, there are more questions than there are answers. Police haven't, have not released the identity of the officer, though they did confirm she's a white female. Uh, the officer is not in police custody. And Hall said Friday afternoon she wasn't sure of the officer's current location. Uh, Hall said police were notified of an officer-involved shooting at the South Side Flats just before 10 p.m. Thursday. The apartment building is about one block away from the Dallas Police Department headquarters south of downtown. Um, so they haven't, as far as recording or we're recording, they have not actually released this lady's identity. Mm -mm. They've said who this man is. The young man was 26-year-old uh, Botham Shim Jean. And, uh, you know, the Internet is working overtime to find out who she is they have identified her uh, allegedly allegedly um <laughs> they got allegedly pictures of her with the guy that was killed um i have seen there's uh some somebody actually went to that apartment building and walked up the stairway and you can see the blood went to the actual door um they show that these doors use some sort of key fob system, almost like a uh, hotel or something. So you put a, this key in, I guess if it's coded for that room, a green light will turn on and it'll unlock. So apparently, you know, uh, there's just a, a lot of questions here. That, and it doesn't really make sense that just, you know, the narrative that she was working a 14-hour shift 
This is what they're saying. It says, uh, this young lady, she had finished a 14-hour shift serving warrants in, a, in high crime areas. When she arrived home, she took the elevator to a floor that was not hers. First thing. She then went to what she thought was her door, put the key in, and struggled with the lock. She then put down, she, she then put down several things she was holding and continued to fight with the key. When the resident swung open the door and startled her, the police believed Jean, who was wearing only underwear, was an intruder and shot him with her service weapon. It wasn't until police and rescue units began arriving that she realized she was not at her apartment. <laughs> Once realizing her deadly mistake, she became emotional and fully cooperated with officers, including offering to provide blood samples. There's another video going around of her walking back and forth on that terrace or something of that apartment building sort of like she's crying or something and then you can see the um, EMS people uh, pushing a stretcher which I you know trying to resuscitate this guy at the same time I this this something really fishy going on with this very fishy story uh, you know how do you go to the wrong floor or was she on drugs she intoxicated she's in full uniform right you, you you put the key in. Obviously, it's not working. You're struggling with it. There are witnesses. I'm reading allegedly there were witnesses on that floor who heard her yelling, "Open the door! Open the goddamn door!" This man opens the door, and they said there wasn't no struggle. She just immediately shot. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that's the one that's getting to me. I'm like, you're a, you're supposed to be a trained officer. So a man that you believe is an intruder in his drawers opens the door and no police get down is just boom boom shooting like something just don't sound right when i heard the story i was like something don't sound right i bet he smashed that wow there are reports that they did date these are unconfirmed reports so that is uh another piece to this puzzle we got we have a bigger problem but also the thing is there are people who say they heard her say Open up the damn door. Okay, fine. But no one hears her identify herself as a cop. Somebody opens the door in his drawers. He ain't got no weapon. So the first thing you need to say is, look, he's back police. Didn't identify herself. She just comes out blazing. If, you know, these stories are, are, are accurate. Right, right. You know, and if, so my question was, does she live in this complex? Because yeah. if, she, if she knew the guy... You know, why is she on his floor then? My understanding was they lived on the same floor. I thought they lived on the same no, floor. No, she got off on the wrong floor. Uh, that's what they're saying. Allegedly. Allegedly. But, allegedly. but apparently it would, it's, it would seem as if she knew him, and I bet she went there on purpose for whatever reasons. She, it, otherwise, it's a hell of a coincidence that you just happen to have a picture with this man, and you just happen to get off on the floor that he lives on, and you just happen to put your key in there and it just happens not so, to work and then you happen to mm -hmm. kill him. Just, eh. Are some people suggesting this is like a revenge for being cheated on or something? Or? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no one's saying that. All you know, they're saying is there was some type of relationship. Don't know how, how it went south. But it is suggested that there was a relationship. She gets liquored up, goes to the place under the guise of it being her place. Guy opens the door in his drawers and she lights him up. Uh, -uh. Yeah, and then that's see, bullshit. you ask the question if she came, sh uh, 
she had a 14 hour shift so coming from no i'm saying i'm I'm trying to did she come from the police station because when would she have had time to get drunk if she you know what i mean or if she was on drugs i'm just very curious like and then she was she this becomes emotional afterwards and starts cooperating Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like she was drunk right after she shot him apparently i don't know i mean to me i'm listen i'm calling from myself she was probably mad for whatever was going on between her and him. Shot him. I don't know if it was a struggle. I, I, again, I don't know. But she then she tries to go on code. You know, ah, oh, I was at the wrong place. You know, she started lying and I know I can what I can get away with. I'm a police officer. I'm a white woman. Uh, it was a mistake. I had a long day at work. I, it's, it's just it's all bullshit. And then you know the thing is, why isn't the police chief, the black woman. Why? Why is she? Why don't you don't know where she at? How is she not arrested? If there was anybody else that did this, they would. Oh, Q Storm shot. I don't know where okay. he's at. Um, yeah, I don't know where Q. I don't know where Michael Jones is at right now. We're, 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 we're trying to we're trying to figure out what we're going to charge him with. Uh, but he's just on his own reconnaissance. He'd be at the bottom of the jail. I, can you hear me? Especially if yeah, it's a ahead. white woman. Can you hear me? Go ahead. I I just assume this may sound silly, but I'm. Try, I assume that she fled the scene, right? No. That's why they can't. No, she was there. She gave blood samples. <laughs> she she was there. You see her in the video. Or I don't know if you've seen the video. She's walking back and forth with them and helping out, cooperating. She may not be under arrest currently, but I'm sure they know where she is. No, what I'm saying is like. In Big Sexy, you know, you correct me if I'm wrong, but like a judge will, when a, ju- a judge will either give you bail or not give you bail because you might be a flight risk. So just because she stayed there after the event doesn't mean she became a flight risk later and actually took flight. Well, first of all, in order to get that whole bail discussion happening, you got to be arrested and arraigned. Well, I know, but I'm saying, I only say that to say people do flee. Afterward, just because she stayed there right after the event doesn't mean later she said, "Oh, I got to get the hell out of here." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Which, constantly. Yeah. Which is why she they can't find her. I, I'm assuming that's the the situation. They could again. I think they know where she is. And again, no warrant has been sworn out yet. I'm he- I'm hearing, you know, they may make it a manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter thing, but more things keep coming out. Eventually, she's going to get grabbed up. How's now, that involuntary manslaughter? Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll get to that in a moment. But at some point, when they announce that they're going to get her, it's going to be an OJ situation. Are we coming to get you, or are you going to turn yourself in? It's that simple. You know, that, Then we'll know how she is going to play things. Involuntary manslaughter, she's going to claim, based on what little we know, assuming this is all accurate, she's going to claim that the intoxication negated specific intent to kill right there. But if someone heard her say, open the damn door again, intoxication negates specific intent to kill. All she says is open the damn door, not open the damn door. or I'm going to shoot you in the butt. No, Well, but big sex. Let me ask you, let's just look at this real quick. Something that, I mean, she tried to fumble. She fumbled with her key. Mm -hmm. So then if she screams, open the damn door, that means when she was trying to fumble with her key, she she was trying to b- barge in on someone in the room. 
she she must have known someone was in the room. If she, she knew someone the- was exactly. She knew someone was there, and she's still operating under the premise that it's her place. You know, maybe she's got somebody there. Open the damn door. Door opens. It's not who she expects it to be. Things happen. Yeah, but she just happens to know the guy. Exactly. That's <laughs> bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, man. It's odd that she would be messing with that key. Something don't add up in the story. I don't know if they're lying about that key part. Right? Because then why would you ask to open the door? It doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. That's what what I'm saying. Somebody's lying or something, man. But why would you shoot this dude anyway? Even if he came out the door, what is he going to... And this brother, let's be clear. This brother is educated, great job. You know, he's one, you know, in the church... Charitable brother, man. Very yeah, he's, charitable. He's not some knucklehead at all. I don't know what time of night this happens, but obviously he's comfortable enough to come to the door in his underwear. This is not some hood apartment places. They said you got to have a key to get on each floor to, to, to get in. I don't, so it's not, what are you going to say? Oh, he opened the door and then lunged at me or something? Why, why would he do that? Then even in his character to be that type of dude from what we've seen so far. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Like, why are they slow playing with this charge? Why it's been over twenty-four hours, if not two days. This happened Thursday. It's Saturday. You got to be a hundred percent certain that you can make a charge, and then the DA has to be able to say, "Okay, can I prove each element beyond a reasonable doubt?" Take your time, get it right, and then get the conviction. Don't yeah, rush I, it. Why <clears throat> can't they find her to arrest her at least? I'm sure they know where she is, and when they're ready to arrest, they'll arrest. No, you have a reason to arrest now, don't you? Not necessarily. Really? Right, so if somebody uh, shoots somebody, you don't necessarily... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. Again, they are still gathering it all up, and mm-hmm. once it's gathered up, they'll go and get her. It's a double standard, again, man. I, I'm sure I they know where she is. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I, I really... she is. They, they don't. They won't give you. I, I guarantee you. They're not going to tell us. No, I'm no. I'm saying when, when you shoot somebody, they're not going to be all that. Well, we're just gathering the evidence for you going down that minute. I'm trying to understand something. Is it in dispute that this woman shot this man dead? No. Then why isn't she under arrest? <laughs> you done? Yeah. I'm Again, I said a moment ago. Moment ago, they need to be certain how they're going to proceed. If they're going to proceed on involuntary, that's one thing. If they're going to kick it up to murder, that's another thing. Let's see what we have here. You know, it's probably one of those things, you know, we know what you did. You know what you did. You're cooperating. We're not going to, you know, put you in the clink yet. But we're going to look into this further because we don't know what she's saying. That must be because she's a cop. Because I'm, I'm, well, Of because course. I'm just saying to you, if I... If I were to open the door and shoot someone on sight, I would be arrested. They wouldn't let me go and say, are we going to charge them with involuntary manslaughter or murder one? I would be arrested while that process takes place. I would be Mirandized, arrested, and they, the judge would either set bail for me or, 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 or not. <laughs> I would be arrested. <laughs> Yeah, she's I gonna mean, get arrested. You know what right. it is. That, that that that's that's facts, though. I mean, that's it is what it is. Because uh, again, Pookie and Ray Ray or upstanding whoever, <laughs> you shoot somebody and they die, and ain't no question that you did it. 
you have to go. You're going. You're getting arrested on the spot. Yeah, that that. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not an attorney, but you. Uh, come on now. <laughs> and that's what's to me is it. It, it just looks fishy. It's, it's kind of disrespectful because it's open. And I hate to say open and shut, but it's like, come on, man. Don't give me all these excuses. It's no question she shot him. No, not and at it, all. And, and, and it's just, and 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 it wasn't in the course of her job. She was off no. duty. This is his house. He is not wanted, or he didn't fit no description. It's just cold blooded. Gun somebody down. I mean, when when uh, talking about another scumbag, when Zimmerman shot Trayvon, wasn't he arrested on the spot? And then questions were asked. Again, two different things. Two different states. Zimmerman's a piece of shit. And Zimmerman never claimed that there was some type of mistaken identity or anything like that. You're talking apples and, you know, bulldozers. No, it's not the same thing. Uh, Well, call me stupid. Zimmerman wasn't arrested. He Um, he wasn't arrested on the spot. No, he was taken down in question. He wasn't arrested. Mm. Uh, Okay, maybe I'm... Maybe I got to go back and look at that again. I thought th- I thought he was arrested, uh, charged, and tried, and he got acquitted. <laughs> I thought that's how that went down. Not on the Are spot. You- no, not on the spot, no. All right. He was. Remember, there was that whole push to get him charged and tried, mm-hmm. and then he eventually he was arrested and charged and tried. But that night that he killed Trayvon, no, they brought him down to the uh, police station. They interviewed him, and then they released him. Q, huh? you stupid. Wow. <laughs> really? Wow. Wow. It's, not the, it's not the system that's stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> you said it. You should call me stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I say this. I, I, I will say this. This is another reason why we need to be united because. We can spend all this time. Oh, you don't got the right clothes, or you don't got the right job. And listen, they just see black, and the rules are different. Uh, we got to back up each other. Yeah, we can question each other, and stuff, but when it all comes down to it, they're not questioning. They don't have any of those questions. They ain't pull, They're not playing the. Ah, uh, uh, he got a suit on, or or he got a hat on, or a hoodie. They just busting, and then they got a system. That allows them to get a, you know, oh, well, let's figure it out. And as Q said, black person, you do this, you're going down. Ain't even no question about it. Not going to give you all the benefits of the doubt. And this. so this is why we need to just, man, like, because this is a good brother right here, man. You know, I think this is one of the parts is they can't easily pin it on some bullshit because he was an upstanding cat. But, you know, he's in his draws. And he's in his house. So it's like, man, we, 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 this is why we got to get together. We got to get on code because they on code. The police officer, they on code. She's, you know, you know, go ahead and put Renee Hall, the black police chief up there. Uh, we got more questions than we got answers. And I don't know what she's at right now. We're trying to figure this out. Okay. Again, I'm sure they know where she is because if, if they yeah, but it's the message they, they I, we know they know it, but that's not what they you know they saying no, they right. don't right. they pl- they pl- they on code. 
we're going to try and get this story together. They're going to, as they had, we're going to go wipe her social media, right? We're going to clean that up first. So they're getting their stories together. Well, I, I say this. If, I mean, you, you, uh, I brought up Zimmerman. You all proved me wrong. I'm assuming you got it right and I got it wrong. If they let him go, they didn't arrest him right away, then, okay, I have to concede that. And I guess this is procedure. But it's weird that they don't know where she, they're saying they don't know where she is. I don't know. What do they have to gain by saying, so there's not a mob rule or something that goes after her or something? Shit, there's a mob out there now to, at the place I, looking I at it. I don't know where she is. Why, what's the benefit of saying that? They've never yeah. even announced her name yet. They have not adopted. So all we're saying is alleged. This is the internet that found her supposedly but the police ain't even released her identity yet exactly which i some bullshit. <laughs> what town is this again dallas this is in dallas it's a major city man yes. there's a lot of shit's been happening in dallas too yeah well, we had that one police shooting brother shot them cops down there right the podcaster right he was a podcaster wasn't that wasn't that dallas where this one guy who had a podcast or something like that he Oh, he had a couple YouTube videos. I know you're talking. Yeah, yeah, that brother. Mm -hmm. That's him, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to pin that on Griff and Boyce and uh, Tyreek because he followed them. But, hey, man, it's crazy out here. We got to be on our P. Hey, I'm looking at you, Q. Q Q may have the answers. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Listen, uh, you know what? Me, if God forbid you see me answer the door in my underwear. <laughs> but that none of my guns would have helped me there. <laughs> That's except why you don't answer. Except for that other gun. Pause. Wow. Well, <laughs> moving right along here. <laughs> wow, damn. Pause. Like a, pause infinity. <laughs> but I mean, what would you have done, Q, if the police... Is beating at your door. Uh-huh. I don't know if you hear them jingling with the lock. And then you look and see it's a police officer. Oh, it's a white police officer. It's a woman. We gonna open the door. What, what, what's wrong, ma'am? Pa-pow. That's what I'm saying. There's some cases you, you, it doesn't matter how many guns you have. You know, I, I would have, you know, I try to be a good citizen. And if someone says open the door and it's a cop, I would probably open the door. Mm. I wouldn't. Somebody comes on my door in the middle of the night claiming to be a cop, banging on my door. You have yeah, a warrant? Right. You, you, Do you have right. a warrant? Right, yeah, you're right. I can't help you. You're right. That's that's true. Unless there's a warrant to be served here, tell it walking. I tell you what, if she were, a, if the cop, male or female, were banging on the door aggressively, I might have pause because I would think she's got it, this person got an issue already. I don't know what her demeanor is going to be when I open this door. So I'll be like, also true. What's the problem? And what adds another thing into it? Again, I wonder, did he know her? Then he was like, oh, this is Becky tripping. Let me go and open the door. He must have, because why do you open the door in your drawers? (laughs) Good point. Unless he was just so naive and he heard the police. Oh, no problem. I'm sorry. I'm coming this on. Guy, nah, like you said, Mike, this guy suited and booted, had a good job. Intellect, he, no, he wasn't naive. Well. And again, we are all basing these suppositions off of allegations that we don't know. Very true. 
but, but that's all we got to go on. Yeah, for now. For now. I was going to throw in a jab. Jill Scott would say he's being naive, but that's a joke. Wow. It's triggered. <laughs> well, you know, I ain't, I ain't Jill Scott thing. What's I ain't that? saying that. What's really fucked up is about a year from now, we're going to be seeing this story on. Uh, what's that show you watch, Mike? Here you go. <laughs> uh, I can never remember. L.A. Law and Order. Or oh, yeah, yeah. L.A. Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They probably will. You know what? As a matter of fact, they're doing a new spinoff that's only going to deal with racial crimes. I just, what? I just yeah, saw I saw this. that too. I'm that's like, what? So that's you already know they're gonna be on some shit. Law and order hate crimes. I was like, what? Yeah, man. <laughs> we got. They better put some footage of Trump in there then. <laughs> Something with Trump got to be in that joint because that's what's inspiring them to do that. It's a mistake. Uh, what's that episode of? Was it a uh, scandal where they did a whole show based on a black kid that got shot? And your oh, man Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. We talked about this, didn't we? Yeah. Ah, I vaguely remember it was on some bullshit. I kinda remember though. The the body was laying in the street and he was out there protecting or sitting next to the body or something and mm -hmm. I forget what happened. Yeah. But uh Oh wait, yeah, he it's something to do with the he went to see the president. The president he got like to visit dad the or something. The dad got the, the dad did, and what I forget what did the dad shoot himself or something or I can't remember. It was on some. I I, I kind of felt like it was. Oh on no, some it white was savior. like daddy moment. That's yeah, I was gonna was. say it was on some white savior type shit. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> I ain't he watched starts, the show since. He starts then. crying and and the president hugs him. That's yeah, what I, I started watching, and that was the last episode. I said, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a roast of TV. I'm cool. <laughs> You treated it like random acts of flyness. She's like, yeah, I'm say, done. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> Shout that out to Kanisha. <laughs> I don't know what HBO was thinking. My man, Alfredo, loves it, though. I got to have a talk oh, with him. Lord. I don't see <laughs> how he can even get through terrible. it, man. This is too ridiculous. I, I'm an open mind. I'm the open minded this guy. Let me see. But I'm like, fuck out of here with this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> All right. Um, a few minutes, actually. Um, Oh, man, we got to mention uh, Nike and the Colin Kaepernick thing. It was big news this week. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm going to say that t for me, Nike did something I would have never anticipated them to do. A big corporation like that and getting in the middle of this very hot racial patriotic topic. Uh, I was shocked that they uh, did this move. Um, you know, looking at it now, it does send a signal. I was talking to another, uh, one of my marketing cats. He was like, this is sending a signal to all the big brands that, you know what, you can, you know, obviously do your research. You can get in the, get in the mix in some of these hot topics, you know, and you, you can use Nike as a sort of case study to see, if you know, which side of the fence you jump on, which you support. It can, you know, can put you as seen as a risk taker. And, you know, I think for Nike, it actually is starting to work. I, I see now the reports uh, says the online sales grew 31 percent uh, from Sunday of Labor Day weekend through Tuesday. Uh, their, their stock took a little hit, but I guess it's starting to bounce back. Um, 
So I don't know for them, it, it, it seems to be working. I know all the black people have jumped on board now who wasn't on Nike now. They, oh, Nike, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you know, this, the, the, the memes have gone viral. You know, almost reminds me of when Straight Outta Compton came out. Remember, he was oh, straight out of this. Straight, now everybody's doing the Nike thing. So he's going to put them uh, visibility is off the charts. I think I saw a number that says they uh, estimate that they've uh, accumulated up to like 43 million worth of market uh, uh, promotions know, promotions and stuff. Uh, so I, something I wouldn't have done, but it seems to be a very a, a risky, brilliant move. I'm curious what you guys think about it. I'll start with Big, Big Sexy. You know, I like the, the actual piece itself. It was very well done, and I like the message that Kaepernick said at the end, you know, it's like, and I'm going to paraphrase, cause I don't want to, you know, say it and quote it and be wrong, but he said, it's not that your dreams are crazy. It's that, it's that your dreams are crazy enough. I'm like, there you go, man. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Uh, a lot of the memes out there are hilarious. My personal favorite it's the one with Tanya Harding. It says, sometimes you got to take a knee. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a shame. They that's cold. Her, they her dirty. I will say that I saw one. I was going to post it in the Slack, but I thought it would be a little, just a little too much. It was with Bill Cosby. Oh, and, no. And it said, it said, get the pussy by any means necessary. Just <laughs> Oh, oh. No, that's, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> now, as for this entire, you know, firestorm around all of it, for me, it's always been two issues. One, this cat's protesting, and the other is his ability as an NFL quarterback. To me, they are not linked. They're just not. You know, if he wants to say what he wants to say, let him say it. You know, you don't have to like it. You don't have to dislike it. Just let him do what he, let him say what's on his mind. If you want to talk to him about it, talk to him about what he has to say. Not about, well, he's disrespecting the flag. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. He's calling attention to something that needs to be called attention to. That's it. Mm. And Pooh. I see uh, two sides to this because I'm seeing some of the backlash uh, from our good friend Jason Whitlock, Mr. Uncle Ruckus himself. Oh, this motherfucker. And and he has a point. I I can begrudgingly, even if I am diametrically opposed to you and loathe you, he makes a good point as far as this corporation co-opting the movement. And I, I get that point. Now it would be, but the thing is, is what he loses me at is that they're not co-opted in movement. They're not pushing this narrative of uh, kneeling for this police injustice. They're sponsoring this one athlete who is pushing the movement. So I can see how getting this this corporate sponsorship into your movement and how you're blurring the lines and it might. Um, watered down which it is you're fighting for. I see that, but at the same point, I'm kind of glad because, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm kind of glad because he has these last two to three years, he made his stance be known. He took a huge blow. He's not in the NFL. He's 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 more hated. There was another meme I saw. He's more hated than actual priests who committed pedophilia. He's more hated than actual people who've killed, who went up into schools and killed kids. So I, I, I'm, I'm glad that through all of that, 
somebody said, you know what? We like what you're doing. And you can you can be influential in our marketing campaign, and it's working. Now, <laughs> to me, I'm like they're kind of. Uh, messing up the campaign because you know people are taking it and flipping it into these comedy memes. But I think at the end of the day, he's still doing a lot of good out there. All right, Q Storm. <clears throat> well, I got just a couple things. First, I am more than happy, and I mean this, to take the L on something I said about Colin Kaepernick well, about two years ago now. I made a video when I was doing Q World Order, and I called him a coon. Really? <laughs> Whoa. And I said that I, I didn't say it, but I put it it was uh, my video it was called Cunular Dystrophy. Wow. I'm surprised you don't remember that. Uh I remember <laughs> that title. I don't remember you uh that alone. <laughs> nailing uh Kaepernick, but damn. And the reason I I'll, I'm not justifying it, but I'll explain why. I did it because hashtag triggered. I'm yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't I have a hard time respecting the um, when people refuse to vote because people have died, bled, sweated, fought for that right, and every American has a right to has the right to have themselves heard that way. And he all when he started started protesting, he went through all this. Then he he did not vote, and I just that just so. But I apologize for that because I, and I was wrong for that. Just because I didn't respect that aspect doesn't mean that the man is a coon. So I take that completely back, take the L, because he has suffered through it and he stayed true to his principles, something that I do respect. And now he's now he's got a paycheck. And he has he he I mean, I would put him almost to the level of he's doing some Muhammad Ali shit now. He he is bringing a political a political bent back to into sports like like Muhammad Ali did. And I hope it continues to get paid. You know, we joke about this a business. Well, that model is kind of changed right now. And uh, I was watching my man, hashtag triggered again, my man Bill Maher last night. Uh-oh, Bill, Bill gave him a co-sign. Is that why you changed his name? I'm just fucking with you. Ha! <laughs> Are you done? How's it feel? Are you done? Are you done? Uh, I'm, I am done. And uh, 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 Jim Carrey, who you know, I'm not a huge fan of his. He's funny every now and then. I don't really, I don't, I'm not that big a fan. He was the guest on there. He came up there. He, he walked out on stage, uh, sat down, plopped his feet on the desk, and said, "My, how do you like my brand new Nikes?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, man, some props." <laughs> so, um, I, uh, hey, I got, I do have respect for him for what he's. Was that? Oh no! I was trying to understand what did the Jim Carrey thing have to do with this? He bought. He went out and bought. Uh, he bought a whole bunch of Nikes to support Nike's cause with using Colin Kaepernick. Oh, okay, I'm just saying. What did that have to do with you, your decision? Uh, what were you bringing that point up to say? I'm just. I was no, I'm just, I, it's just an anecdote. It's just me uh, okay. <laughs> that other people are involved with Got this it. and showing their support. Got it. Got it. So. Uh, and I've always been a Nike fan. You right. know, I, I'm, that was the shoes I have. Right. But right. Uh, I'm sorry. But, uh, I, what's that? I said I'm sorry. Go ahead. What is so? What's so funny? No, I, you know I, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I was trying to connect the dots. Uh, you brought up Bill Maher, and then you said Jim Carrey, and I he was, came on Bill Maher's show. Right. I get it. 
I get it. No, you're right. I, I, I'm listening. Okay. To you. <laughs> okay. So props to props to Colin for uh, sticking it out. He he didn't complain. As far as I can tell, he didn't whine. He didn't complain. He may have put in a lawsuit or two, but that's hey, that's his right. And he, as you all say, secured the bag. He might be securing another bag if that lawsuit play out the right way. Uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, it's funny. I, I could see this might be 20, 30 years from now. I can see white people saying to black people, you need to be more like Colin. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, I can see like he becomes sort of this, you know, the, the big corporation sort of latches on and different people jump on and it sort of changes the the story. Then it becomes he is heralded as, you know, he's the one that, took a knee you guys want to just actually get out here and fight you know i i can see that like in another 30 years from now like they sort of co-op that to be like oh we're always in support what are you talking about like and it's kind of well, like with the with ali. they did that with ali right that's what i'm saying and, and like martin luther <laughs> king or something like you need to be you know we're gonna name this place martin luther king county like like as if we were always you know you need to be more like <laughs> king is man like you know you go back and you look at the news reports they were not fucking with king Shit, damn what black people wouldn't fucking with King on a certain level. So I could, I guess I could see how Colin in the future will be sort of looked at that same way. And, and hopefully we can remember these times when it ain't always gravy train. When, if, when you first start something, you're going to catch a lot of resistance. But once people kind of come to their senses or time goes by, you'd be like, they'll be the ones, same ones that's talking, burning their shoes right now with their feet in them, going to probably be the same ones you know, later on in life. Yeah, Colin's great. The Colin Kaepernick Award. It's great. You're, you're, you know, come on, blacks. You're not going to, you're only going to make it if you can win the Colin Award. You guys need to be more like Colin, man. Like, and, you know, hopefully there'll be some old timers like this who remember back then. Like, eh, wait a minute. Stop it. Y'all wasn't fucking with Colin back then. You remember when Trump was? And they're probably, Trump was the most ridiculous thing ever. You know, it'd be the same people who probably voted for him today. I don't know what happened back then. Those people were crazy. What? How'd they get Trump in office? Yeah. You put him there? <laughs> oh, those are different. But anyway, um, I am just running because we have to. Unfortunately, we're going to have to chop it right here and uh, call it a day. I see uh, Ampu posted a uh, meme in the chat here. Uh, hilarious. Uh, BB, BBWs, don't be afraid to get on type. Get on top. If he dies, he dies. Wow. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, I'm going to say, they, you know, brilliant marketing when they're memeing your shit and it's all over the place. Um, so, yeah. Tip my hat to Nike. They're doing their thing now. I don't know if the conversation will turn back to the sweatshops at some point, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how people care about that again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They're like, well, you know, they they selling the sweatshops in China and making people work at twenty three cents a day. I'm like, but they was doing that two weeks ago. Hey, we they working? <laughs> they ain't all that bad. I'm, they'd probably be on their Trump. You know, they got the most employed numbers. Blacks are the. Why does he keep? Uh, I'll ask you, Q. Why does Trump keep saying that? Like, African Americans are more employed. Than, <laughs> it's like every time I, I hear him say asking. something, he always says that. I love how you're asking me that. Well, I mean, I know you follow politi- well, shit, politics. Shit, you're a Trump expert around here, man. I mean, it's nothing that you couldn't figure out. Is because he wants blacks to like him more, uh, okay. and he wants whites to feel 
comfortable that he's not that they're not racist. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah, every time I see him, and the the African American unemployment rate is at an all time low. I, I was like, man, okay. I, I'm almost. I guess if you say something over and over, you kind of was osmosis. You start to like. I'm almost like, well, he ain't that bad. Well, yeah, I felt, but if I you felt consider, the is coming through a little look bit. Look at, the, let's look at. I'm not saying I know. I'm not saying I'm right, but let's look at the jobs that that being offered to the African American community. It's not going to uplift us. You know, it's not. We need African Americans graduating from graduating from college, getting uh, high paying jobs, not fast food, car wash, car wash. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the, the car wash I, job numbers is. I, I mean, I didn't know. I never heard anybody say. That. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They got black people working in car washes. That's what I was like, I ain't never seen. My point is, is that it can't. You, he, <laughs> That's how he, he was old. Is this kind of this kind of plays into his? Would you say Phyllis Hyman? They got us working at the car wash. Like, don't nobody work at the car wash? But go ahead. I'm sorry. You you lost me now. I'm just saying. I'm a, you're older timers. So the car wash job. I understand what you mean. What's the people don't work at the car wash? I don't understand. God, Every car wash I've people. ever been, I've never seen anybody work at a car wash. It's always self service. But to, to what Ant said, yeah, I've only seen like white people at, at the car wash. But again, when I, I when I pull out of the car wash and they tell me to pull forward, people rush on my car to dry it off. Is black folks? Black, Hispanic. Oh, okay. very rarely is a white person. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I I take the L. I didn't know that. Yeah, because out here it's all Hispanics. Every car wash I go to. Well, okay, but that's you're in California. It's a little different. I, I, I I'm in the Midwest and uh, on the East Coast. You know, I'm just saying. My point is, is that these the jobs that he's talking about are not jobs that are going to advance people of color so that they are on an equal playing field with the with the uh, with the establishment, and that's where we want to be. Okay. Because there's always work at the post. <laughs> Shout out to Robert. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we, we got to wrap this up. Q Strong, where can they find you online, sir? Well, you can find me at all the usual haunts, but you can also check me out on Instagram. Yeah, I figured out how to use it. You can find me, uh, check me out there at Drive. What is it? Uh, damn, I forgot. <laughs> you don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> drive by shootings. Gangster drive ass title. Drive. <laughs> Drive by shooting HD. Oh Lord, I, you black folks is something else, ain't you? Hey, shut up. He uh, <laughs> playing all me. respectable politics. Catch me a drive by shooting. Like, God damn, it's clever. Negro was clever. Damn. Okay, NWA was clever. Niggas with niggas with attitudes clever, but ghetto was fuck. I ain't saying nothing about no n word. I said drive by shooting HD. <laughs> Still ghetto. See? See, this is why. <laughs> this is why. I'm trying to promote a black business. I'm sorry. You, you're you right. Oh, okay. You're right. My bad. Go ahead. That's right. Oh, 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 that was a shot thrown. I didn't catch that. Huh? You said you was trying to promote a black business, but we're not going to delete your post here. Oh. <laughs> I, see, I, had, I say nothing about that. <laughs> Thinking about that. Wow. Bazooka fired. <laughs> Don't don't put me in that. I'm not trying to have that fight right now. Anyway, you can check me out at Shot by Shooting HD on Twitter, Facebook, and you can also check out my new. I'm trying to get a new bit, a real legitimate business off. LWAGArms at gmail.com, and you can check out LWAGArms on uh, 
Facebook, and on Twitter and Instagram. What is LWAG Barnes? Or what did you say? Barnes? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let me be clear. LWAG Arms, as in arms. Oh, okay. What does that yes. mean, sir? That's LWAG is liberal with a gun. <laughs> and I am trying to promote. Well, I am a certified instructor yes, for sir. basic basic pistol safety and instruction. Okay, that's what's up. Oh, nice. That's, yeah. that's dope, actually. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I got. I'm just ripping you here, but you got there drive. You, go. you got drive by shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you got a liberal with a gun. <laughs> like, damn, this nigga is gangster. <laughs> but it's the millennial that's violent. <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> that's right. Don't fuck with you, boy. <laughs> I never made that connection. <laughs> I see how your mind works. <laughs> All right, uh, and Pooh, so where can they find you when you're not deleting posts? Find me on Twitter and Instagram and at Pooh. And tomorrow night, you can find me on YouTube. We'll be doing a live power finale with uh, Nerd Soul. Oh, you yep. Nice. You're doing a live what? A live uh, streaming uh, finale recap. Oh, like of a TV show or something? Of power. Yeah, of power. Oh, that's tomorrow. Oh, you're going to do a live stream? Oh, really? Where is this going to be? Yeah. At uh, Nerd Soul Nerd on YouTube. Soul. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. That's, that's dope, man. So, so that should be fun. Uh, we got everything all set up, and we're going to get into it. Hopefully, Tariq dies. Yes, fuck <laughs> Wow. Speaking of that, did you guys see that as a fake video, but there's a video of that actor getting into an a elevator? Yes. 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 Yeah, bro. Okay, bro. Hey, we are, bro. Okay, bro. I want to whoop your ass. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, I was gonna I'm sorry. Ask. I don't mean to take it back, but yeah, Bobby Christina was played by Raina, and That's they were funny. like, "I can't believe uh, Raina had to die so she could come back as Bobby Christina and die again." Oh, dang! <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, oh, I was gonna, oh, I was gonna ask you. You said you did a unboxing or something. Did you ever put that out? Yep, it's gonna be going out this weekend. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, big sexy and sack. Where can they find you? Still over at uh, Twitter, WSE Mark, Facebook Mark Wiggins, and I couldn't figure Instagram out, so fuck it. <laughs> I wait a minute, but I'm old man Q. That's huh? I would do Instagram, and like a week would go by, I'd get this thing, please enter your password. This ain't your password. And you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> so, no. Wow. Okay. I don't want to hear nothing else now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to keep Instagram. talking. I don't know about Mark can, but I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> How long you on Instagram, Q? How long have I been on Instagram? Yeah. I don't know, six, seven years, maybe? Damn. I'm not aware of that. I mean, I, I mean, that was my first Instagram channel, page, whatever you call it. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see now. I didn't even know it was around that long. There you go. And one more thing. Quickly. George Zimmerman, you're a piece of shit. Now, Damn. I feel better now. I second that motion. <laughs> Zimmerman's gangster, man. Watch your back on that. that oh, way. yeah. Oh, yeah? Then come see me, Zimmerman. Hey, man. There it is. Come to California. Come see me. Fuck Shit. George Zimmerman. Zimmerman be getting at people, man. <laughs> he needs to get... He's untouchable. He's Teflon Don out in the streets. Yeah. I don't, know, Don. I don't know if he's Hispanic or Jewish, whatever he is. He got the pass. What... He got yeah. pass. <laughs> All right. Shout out to... Not shout out to Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Ain't gonna do that. Ladies you and a coon train award. Hey, there you go. 
ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please, uh, what am I saying? Please for thank you for listening to us. Thank you for hanging out with us as we uh, jibber jabber and go back and forth on our topics. Uh, we want to shout out Sean Heal, not forgotten. That's our brother. Still think about him. I was thinking about him the other day. It's like, man, Sean. Uh, so shout out to his family. Uh, also shout out to all the podcast juice team out there that's doing their work, doing things, making things happen. Uh, you can always catch us on Facebook. You can always catch us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I don't know if there's any other. Oh, YouTube. Catch us on our YouTube. And yeah, check out, uh, if you haven't listened to some of the new uh, Prince podcast stuff, we got some new episodes out there, some pretty good ones, I would say. Uh, with that, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.